Chapter Nine of Flash Evans, Camera News Hawk by Frank Bell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter Nine Flash Accepts an Offer. Flash stepped forward into George Doyle's view. The sound man saw him and lapsed into confused silence. Sorry, I couldn't help hearing flash apologized i don't mind saying i'm curious about this proposition which wouldn't interest me you're not flash evans inquired the stranger before doyle could find his voice yes sir i am flash this is our district manager mr clews doyle said unwillingly we were just speaking of your fine work at indianapolis yes nodded mr clews as i mentioned in my telegram those pictures were the best we've had in months the sound effects were fairly good too flash glanced at doyle who shifted uncomfortably from one foot to another thank you sir he said politely to the district manager i didn't happen to see your wire mr clews gazed questioningly at the sound technician i repeated the contents to him doyle said defensively ignoring the technician mr clews turned to flash again howard brandis who heads our company was much impressed by your work when he saw the crash films run through he said to me fly down to columbia and sign that photographer on the dotted line before some other company gets him but doyle here tells me you wouldn't be interested in any proposition we might offer flash already is employed by the brandil ledger doyle broke in hurriedly he's on his vacation now i understood him to say he wouldn't consider working for a newsreel concern i'm afraid your hearing was almost too acute flash said pleasantly either that or i gave the wrong impression then you are interested mr clews asked quickly not in a permanent job i might consider filling in a month for joe wells that is if mr riley has no objection and who is mr riley my editor on the brandale ledger i am sure we can arrange everything to his satisfaction said mr clews and i respect you for being loyal to your employer if you are unwilling to leave the ledger we should not try to convince you otherwise nevertheless after a month of newsreel work you may decide you prefer it to your newspaper position that's quite possible sir dismissing doyle with a curt nod mr clews drew flash aside for a half hour they talked together discussing salary and matters of general routine the district manager then insisted upon placing a long-distance telephone call to riley of the brandale ledger he stepped from the booth smiling broadly everything has been arranged mr riley says you may work for us providing we don't try to steal you away from him at the end of the month i aim to go back to brandale when my vacation is over flash insisted my home is there mr clews gazed about the lobby in search of doyle the technician had slumped down in a chair in front of the fireplace he came over as the district manager motioned to him doyle meet your new partner you two will continue to work together the technician's face twisted into a strained smile. "'Glad Mr. Clues was able to persuade you when I couldn't,' he said to Flash. "'We'll get along fine.' The district manager glanced at his watch. 
i have fifteen minutes to catch my plane he declared hurriedly how about our next assignment asked doyle i was coming to that no news of special importance is breaking in this section of the country right now your instructions are to start east again stop off at melveridge field and try to get shots of the new bombing plane which is being tested there try is right grumbled doyle that place is so surrounded by barbed wire red tape a newsreel man couldn't cut his way through in a month how about permits newsview will endeavor to make the necessary arrangements even if you can't obtain pictures of the bomber you should be able to get routine maneuvers do the best you can further orders will be forwarded to you at the clarinda hotel mr clews shook hands with both flash and doyle and hastened to his taxi in silence the two newsreel men went to their room they began to pack this is a poor assignment doyle complained jamming shirts into his bag will waste a lot of time at melveridge field fail to get the pictures and then be reprimanded for our pains mr clews must think we have a chance or he wouldn't send us us said doyle with biting sarcasm a lot of good you're going to do me the words were spoken before he thought once said he could not retract them but instantly he was ashamed of the unwarranted outburst sorry he apologized curtly i shouldn't have said that but you made me sore trying to show me up in front of mr clews in what way letting on that i hadn't shown you his telegram and then the way you breezed up and accepted a job after you made me think you wouldn't take one i don't remember that we ever discussed it flash returned coldly but that's neither here nor there i've taken the job whether we like it or not we'll be working together why not try to get along without friction suits me all i ask is that you do your work and don't expect to use me as a crutch we understand each other perfectly doyle now when do we start twenty minutes i'll meet you at the parking lot i want to telephone joe and tell him i've taken the job flash had another errand in mind one which he did not reveal to doyle quickly he made his telephone call from the lobby of the hotel i'm glad you've changed your mind joe told him gratefully can't you come over to the hospital before you leave town afraid not we're starting in a few minutes joe wells hesitated and then said you'll get along fine flash if you manage to stay on the good side of doyle he can help you a lot but i'll give you a tip if he takes a dislike to a fellow he knows all the ways of making it plenty tough everything will be fine joe i'll manage and your job will be waiting whenever you want it back he hung up smiling ruefully at his friend's belated warning already he had incurred george doyle's dislike but he was not afraid of what the technician might attempt to do he would be ready and waiting End of chapter nine